This is Start, Grow, Manage, where we help entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and freelancers achieve the impact, freedom, and wealth you imagined back when you started your company. At Start, Grow, Manage, our tools, practices, and processes help you engage, energize, and execute on building a business that empowers an extraordinary life. Learn more about our programs and how they can fuel your fire at startgrowmanage.com slash learn more. Let's go. Hello, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Start, Grow, Manage podcast. Yes, this is a podcast. I am Joe. And I am Jeff. When we first did this, Joe introduced this podcast as an episode, but it's an episode of a podcast, not an episode of an episode. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, how are you, Joe? I am well. How are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm enjoying the fall. Such a nice time of year in the East, right? With sort of nice, what a nice weekend we had, right? I mean, it, no, the weekend was amazing. I had a great yeah. time, went out with the family, really, really had a good time. And I like all that, except for the cold and, and the feeling that it's going to get colder and more <laughs> miserable. And it's really going to suck in, in a couple of weeks. But so like, if that means that I don't need to bring those air conditioners into the office. See, so the fact that I forgot them uh, is now is now all okay, right? Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. You, you tell yourself that, but but yeah. no, you don't you don't need to bring them now, you know. However, I did spend the weekend putting up our whiteboard and getting ready for our clients. And and by the way, we need that big screen, okay? So uh, uh, out, again. all right, good, but yeah. five inches. <laughs> But okay, but that is all about defining what we need for the factory, right? So if you want the big screen, Joe, we have to put together what we have to define in terms of our factory. So let's talk a little bit about um, factories today. And Joe, I've honestly, you are the factory man as far as I'm concerned. I've never seen anyone more in love with zip ties. Well, dude, zip ties are freaking amazing, you know? (laughs) They're amazing. They do amazing things. You can make really great stuff. So also, I I, I like everything in its place. You know, back when I was at MSP and I ran the company, I learned that no matter how beautiful you made it, no matter how how well you made the technology work, no matter how good the, the, the software worked and the process and all that stuff, if it looked like crap, yeah, nobody cared. So we learned how to make everything super neat. Even I used to make my guys carry Windex bottles, little Windex bottles in their bag. And if they went and fixed a printer, they would spray it down and wipe it down. And people would be like, is this a new printer? It's like, no, you just got to clean it every once in a while. (laughs) It's like like when you put oil in your car, it runs better, right? Yeah, just like that. You know, but but this, you just got to make it pretty. No, but I think that that relates really nicely to this idea of factory, right? So we talked about processes. You've got to have your processes, but then you have to have that place, the the factory, the space, the tools, the structure to make sure that you deliver those processes consistently, whether it's a big screen or a whiteboard or whatever it is, right? You need yeah. to have that factory. And, and, and what happens is some people struggle at first with the concept of a factory because they because they don't think of their business as manufacturing. They don't think like they're they're building anything. But, you know, I think we're going to challenge that a little bit today. So let's talk about factories. Let's talk about it, right? I remember when I was first really, truly introduced to the idea of a factory. The first 
factory I visited was truly a manufacturing factory, right? I, I mean, it. I couldn't believe how genius this thing was. It was in Germany, and and they were manufacturing the smart engines for mm. um, for the smart cars had just just come up, brand new thing, and they had these little engines, and it was just unbelievable to me that at the back end, all these raw materials would go. So that, you know steel scraps and spark plugs and whatnot. They would all go in the back end. And then out of the front end came a, a, an engine for a car. Right. And it just went all through the process of being melted and formed and stamped and drilled and put together and created and done all the way through. Right. And this idea, in fact, we've talked about it before is, you know, so different from the original manufacturing. Right. The original manufacturing was like everybody's sitting around in a in a in a workshop. Everybody's building their own engine. So you'd, you'd have five people going through all the steps to build an engine rather than having the materials go through the factory and come out the other side completed. Yeah. And this is a big revolution for manufacturing, a big revolution for manufacturing. So it wasn't even always manufacturing that you had us had a. A factory. There was a long time where there were no factories in manufacturing the way we think of them today, right? Um, but here's the thing that that factories. Well, first of all, first of all, the reason people don't think they have factories, Joe, right? They don't think they have factories. You know, you know where I'm going with this. They don't think they have factories. You know why? Because they, they they think they're not doing stuff. They're not. Because they think they don't have a product. They think they don't have a product. So if you don't have a product, why would you have a factory? You don't need a factory because like you don't have a product, right? But but you know, like we said, we like we said in one of our even previous episodes, you'll probably hear me say it again, right? That and not again and again product, and again. Not having a product. What'd you say? And again and again and again. We're gonna say this a lot. <laughs> because not having a product is an excuse that allows you to do a lot of work with minimal results. Yes. Right. You always have to have a product. And so if you have a product with processes, you have to be sure that you have the tools and the environment and the structure to deliver them. So let me talk about another kind of factory. I've got two more factories to talk about. And the next one is diamonds. All right. So diamonds and and I'm not even talking about the factories that dig the diamonds out of the ground. Those are factories too. But I'm talking about the centralized selling organizations that that De Beers created and later companies like Rio Tinto copied, where they created a factory for selling diamonds, right? For selling diamonds. Where they, what they would do was manufacture interest in the diamond. So the product was, was really that interest in and the value from the diamonds. And if, if you go and I, I, you know, I'm a trained diamond sorter among other things. And so I I went to training in, in Antwerp and, and it's an unbelievable thing. Like you go into this room and they've got these vaults and cameras and, and you literally cannot do anything. Once you go through that door, you cannot do anything, anything, Joe, without a camera watching you Mm. in, in, in that space, nothing at all. 
And, and so, you know, you're there and, and at the, the end closest to the table, there's all these benches set up. And at the end closest to the table, there's, there's, uh, uh, you know, all the cheap diamonds and small diamonds that go into, you know, these big Rubbermaid tubs. And then they get wider and bigger as you go down the bench and as you go back towards the back benches and the bench all the way in the back has like four or five diamonds on them, but they're like 10 or 15 carats and perfect white and these beautiful diamonds, right? So that's part of the process is separating out all the diamonds into these categories. And then what they do is they actually then bundle them up. Mm. It could just say, hey, here's a diamond. How much do you want to pay for it? Or here's the price for the diamond. But that doesn't get as much money as this other process where they would bundle up the diamonds into packs, into what they call sightings, um, sites. And then you would go into a room and this is a nice room. It's all got the exact right lighting. They've got the 10 times loop. So you can look because everything's done at 10 times magnification. They've got, uh, you know, some, some refreshments so you can spend time there, right? The whole thing is manufactured so that you go into that room and you get this array of diamonds that has been laid out in front of you and you have to figure out how much you're going to bid for this array of diamonds right and then they get the different biddings and then they they can they can figure this out but they could they could just have an auction you know ebay right that would be another type of process that would be another factory put it on ebay but they realize that they're giving away too much value. Yeah, and you can. But the thing that you can hear in everything that you said is how they manufacture an experience. They manufacture an experience, right? and they manufacture the service. They manufacture the rooms are the same rooms that standardized. The lighting is thought about. The, how they separate the diamonds is thought about. Whether they the diamonds are cut or not cut, they're always uncut. By the way, but that's a part of the process process right so all of these things are a part of that process and it's all created within that factory they have all of the tools that they need to deliver that experience so that's another factory right it's the first one is the is berlin and it's it's berlin you know it's it's a factory that produces uh, you know like the berlin really itself is not a factory just to be clear it's a city yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but but the factory that i visited was in berlin and then there's the antwerp version we'll just go with the city names here so then there's the, the antwerp and, and and you're looking at diamonds in antwerp and how um central selling organizations like De Beers um, uh, sell their, their wares. And, and the third factory that I want to talk about is McKinsey. And, and the, the McKinsey office that I know the best is in London. So we, we, do, we got the Berlin, the Antwerp, and the London factory. So in, in London, you know, you go into the, the McKinsey office, beautiful office, right? Lots of glass, lots of stainless steel, big conference table, you know, and we go in and have these meetings and 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 have this strategy. And if you look at everything that McKinsey does to prepare for that, they have a standard way of creating um, slides. They, they create their, uh, all of their documents around how to do things around, um, 
they're, they're different processes, they're different approaches to business, they're different approaches to solutions and, and how they will engage with clients. And at what point, you know, will they pitch and will they not pitch? And then how will they go from the pitch through to the, the delivery and how do they staff and how do they bill and what kind of experience do they want and who pays for things? And like all of this stuff is defined. None of it's left to chance. And when you go into that McKinsey office space, you know, there is a great experience. You feel like you're in someplace special. They do a lot to make you feel like you're in someplace special because you're paying them a fortune. So, you know, there's got to be that feeling that they're creating. Like if, if you go to McKinsey and it's like a garage with a couple of folding chairs and some guy who's saying, yeah, we're going to charge you a million dollars for a strategy. They're going to say no way. Right, it's not going to work. But but it's the same thing, right? You're whether you're manufacturing an engine or you're manufacturing an experience, there is a process that you have to go through. Start Grow Manage is the place for entrepreneurs to get the support you need to build your business better. Put our decades of experience starting, growing and managing businesses to work for you at startgrowmanage.com. And you have to do that process within a factory. So even if you have the perfect, even if you take the perfect McKinsey process and you put it and you invite somebody to your garage to deliver it, you're not going to be able to change the charge the same price that, that McKinsey charges because you don't have the factory. Right. And a part of their factory is all of the software that they have, the way that they connect their individuals, the way that they give each other access to information. Right. That's all a part of the factory that allows them to deliver the process and, 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 and the support that they deliver to their clients. And, and we see that all the time, so many people, you know, so many of our, our, our MSP clients, contractors, anyone we're working with, that they, they treat their work as, you know, random. They do it from wherever. They don't have the tools. They haven't set things up. They haven't made it work. And, and because they don't have the tools, because they don't have that environment within which to do their work, it is impossible for them to deliver the quality and level of service that their clients expect. Yeah. And that, Joe, that, Joe, is the best argument for you for the big screen. <laughs> if we don't have the big screen, we won't be able to work with our clients. They won't love us. They won't pay us. And, and then we can debate it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, look, you made my argument for me. Like, I didn't have to say anything. But but when you think about it, you know, what is it that we deliver? And, and why do I need my big screen? <laughs> and the argument has to be, you know, is there more value in the big screen versus the whiteboard? How do we use the big screen? How do we use a whiteboard? And and that's all a part of the factory. Is that factory that we have tuned uh, to the delivery model that we want? And a lot of a lot of the factory these days actually does come down to the software. What is your quote technology stack? What what components? What technology do you use? How do you tie it all together? How do you make it work? Right, so that you can deliver consistent results repeatedly w- without having to um, 
you know, re reimagine everything every time. And, yeah. and we find so often so many people making these manual connections between systems or copying something out here and putting it in here. And, and they end up making their lives difficult with the systems, but your factory should be delivering results for you should help you increase the pro the, the predictability of your company. And, 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 The thing to really look at is when when you're a small business, you think it's not the thing to look at, but it's this thing that you think that oh, I don't need that. I just got to do my thing, right? I just gotta, if I just do my thing, these guys don't know what they're talking about. I just need to do my thing. If I just do my thing, if I just do my work, it doesn't matter. Oh, I can I can get by with a text editor. I don't need Microsoft Word or you know Google Docs or whatever. You like I, I I don't need that stuff. I can just I can just send a thousand emails by clicking send. I I don't need a bulk emailer or you know it's it's uh, but but it's it's all of this stuff that we think that we don't need if we just do it. And the problem is that if you don't have a factory with the tools, you end up just doing it forever and ever, and you never get a break. Yeah. And you never build a repeatable process, and it's all dependent on you forever, and then you're stuck. You've done built yourself a really fancy job. <laughs> you done did it. <laughs> you done did it. <laughs> You know, I really like grammar. Yeah, grammar is uh, <laughs> the reason why we have grammar and and quality language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done did it. Yeah, and you done did it. But, <laughs> <laughs> so happens when you don't no, have a factory. That, when you don't that, have a factory, you done did it. And that's true. You, <laughs> if you don't have the factory, you have done it. You, you have created for yourself. A, a lot of work without putting the tools in place to to make your job, you know, uh, uh, effective or to make your business effective and your job within that business more effective. So I think, you know, the thing for everybody to to think about then, right, is, is you go away from this, you go through your day, um, is, is to ask yourself, you know, what do you need? to deliver the solution that you are delivering. Yeah, what, what technology do you, do you need? What what office space do you need? What if you wanted to create an experience like what like you were talking about like the McKinsey experience for your client, right? So you think about what your pro the thing that you're trying to deliver, whether you're a lawyer, you're an accountant, you're an MSP, what are the things required to give the client the best possible experience like that? Yeah. And that's really where you got to look from. And if you think of those, those central selling organizations, what did they need? They needed a private space. They needed the right lighting. They needed the right magnification. You know, they needed a level of, of comfort, right? Yes. Like these are the things that they needed in order to get... Yes 
people to participate the right way and to get the results that they expected. Yeah. In, 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 in the, the factory in Berlin, they needed all the machines working together and they were physical machines. You know, what does McKinsey need? They need all of the virtual machines, the software, all of that to link up and to communicate. They need training. They need to, to execute, right? So they have to have all of the spaces, virtual and physical, that allow that to happen. So and that allows the client to feel like, yes, this is happening. Yes. I, and, you know, when that person walks into that place with the 10X and the, the room and it's all the lighting and, and the refreshments and everything is conducive to having the outcome that they want. Yeah. And it's consistent with the experience that that the company wants them to to have. So um, so with that, you know, think about what what technology do you need? Uh, what office space do you need? What tools do you need to put in place? And think about how you can build the factory. Think of that factory, putting all of these things together into a factory that allows you to execute on all of those processes that we talked about last time. Excellent. And on that, Joe, I don't know if we have anything else to say about factories. Do you have anything else to say about factories at the moment? I want my monitor. Yeah. <laughs> you want a monitor? That's fine. Last time I heard it was like a 75-inch touch with, with like, I don't know, all kinds of stuff. And and, and you want to get you a monitor right now, man. So it's touchscreen and it's 75 inches and it's smart and it does all this other stuff. That's what I want. I just, yeah. So, I, I, so you got you to gotta explain why that's a critical part of the factory. All right. So this is clearly a debate. Yeah. It's going to go on. I, I don't think we're going to resolve it today. Something tells me that we're going to end up with a screen, but it, it may take a little it might bit. Maybe three, four episodes from now. <laughs> so remember to send an email to episodes. Jeff and say, hey, give Joe his screen. All right. So then, Joe, on yeah. that note, when you take us out? Well, here we were at episode four. But remember that you are love. Thanks for joining us, and a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one right now and tap into our insights and instincts to help drive your business vision and success. Remember, you didn't start your business to feel frustration. You started it for freedom. We can help you discover the impact, freedom, and wealth you always imagined. Learn more at startgrowmanage.com slash learn more.